promised land. Oh, so we got the metronome. All right. Uh, on the rhythm now. Hey, what's doing up? 12 it's, eight. it's Jack. Oh, we're doing 12 8. Uh, welcome to the Athens Music and Atlanta Music Scene podcast. What's, wait, what's 12 8? Uh, that's the time he like he was doing a metronome joke, I think. I was oh, just okay. following up with what uh, Rob said. Okay. Anyways. Wh- the Yuko Rogan Experience, the Athens and Atlanta Music Scene podcast. That was Jack O. I'm Will. I'm Jack <laughs> Webster. And I'm Robert. We missed y'all. It's been a little while since we were in the pocket here. And uh, I guess we should lay out some excuses. I mean, I mean, I think it's safe to say <coughs> we've we've learned a lot since our our last uh, aired episode and our last maybe one point five episodes. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so what did we learn exactly? Well, personally, um, I guess full disclaimer: we we tried to record an episode that did not air uh, yet, and I don't think it will but i think probably maybe, not it's maybe there's bad. some way to like send you clips of things we <laughs> remember oh that would be last podcast do, the, do like the drunk and then be version, like, a, like maybe some sort of sound that goes back to us idea. yeah nice i learned personally that um you know going into a long form podcast at 2 a.m. after you know being under the influence a little bit is not the easiest uh best idea late night of uh playing music you know playing a show and reconnecting with friends in athens there's there's a careful balance that we've tried to strike over the years of podcasting where it's like maybe no coffee and no beer it might be kind of dry but oh too much mostly on the beer side and that's things get a little too too wet Mama doesn't know where she went wrong. My girl doesn't think she can take it any longer. Yeah, dude, they're going to love that. <laughs> it's kind of like uh, playing live as well. Like, Good point. I know our last show, I think it was our last show at the Earl. Mm-hmm. Personally, I... We had a little party at the crib beforehand, about four hours before we played, and I uh, had a, a few too many craft cocktails made by our roommate. <laughs> um, and as a result, my playing was not very good. So I, I think podcasting is. Uh, yeah, yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. I think. Oh yeah. Also, we're casting from the back porch right now over here on in Glenwood. On Glenwood, uh, North Ormwood Park North area. Ormwood. That's yeah. right. Our uh, first, our first outdoor podcast. The birds are chirping. Really the nice. Wasps are circling, trying to get a guest spot. Yeah. Well, they just might. We're all wasps here, are we not? Well, yeah. I guess <laughs> except for Jo. Yeah. Not Protestant. No. I guess not. I I will say I learned from trying to edit or s- really salvage the last attempt at a podcast that I take too long to tell stories. And uh, I just want the <laughs> listeners to know that's something I'm going to be uh, working on consciously uh, going forward with this production. You nice did. of you to... Yeah, well, what stories were we telling? I don't really recall very clearly. Episode. I was trying to make this like kind of 
three tangent connection between uh, Robert's canceled plan to Japan ooh, uh, with his partner. A travel plan ooh, that pa- was canceled. Yeah. Partner. Yep. Partner. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, my partner and I. Um, oh, he's doing the partner thing. Yeah. Yep. So Brandon, uh, Brandon was doing that too. That's cool. That I do think that's we're gonna cool. edit that out. But yeah, that was that. I think that, is that was cool. awesome. Man, um, there's there's really nothing better than than people saying one like one day I'm gonna do partner. Saying my partner when you're like very well acquainted with their partner. And Any they, they, they don't there? they don't just call them by yeah. their name. But They're my partner like, who is really a girlfriend. Padna? Huh. Look at these No, Lester. No, Lester. <laughs> Who gave no. Lester a mic? No. God damn it. My romantic partner. <laughs> you might. Lester. <laughs> no, no. Not my mate. Not my mate, Lester. I know you're like, God damn no. it, Lester. It's my partner romantically. Uh, to like <laughs> my parents' trip to um, oh, right. Jordan yep. and Webby getting COVID and having to like uh, quarantine there. And then yeah. circling all the way back to him being really excited to be back and going out a lot in Athens to this uh, story at the Oglethorpe Garage where he thought a guy oh, was Jack man. O'Reilly <laughs> who assaulted oh, somebody. Wait, so let's do Yeah, I mean, let's that's very that ambitious. <laughs> and some messed up guy came across Tallahassee from the gas station and slapped a woman here. Oof. He tried to come back again. The fuck? And a bunch of male patrons shoved him back across the street. I'm glad you're not prefacing. Then he tried to steal a pickup truck at the gas pump. <laughs> Cops arriving now. Most exciting thing I've seen here. And then he said, I think it was Jack O'Reilly. <laughs> So there's a guy that uh, we can, we that can speed it up at Oglethorpe Garage, and he um, tried to fight a woman, and then he ran well, across the street and tried to steal a truck, and then got his ass beat by a dude at a gas station. Yeah, it was a and guy, then, and then the cops came. Yeah, it was a guy who, according to Mr. Webster, uh, <laughs> bore a striking a striking resemblance to Jack O'Reilly, and possibly was Jack O'Reilly. It was not. It wasn't because he has. An alibi. Uh, what is that alibi? Yeah, we didn't discuss the alibi. I, I think we kind of left he it was up just, in the air. He was not an athlete. I don't know exactly <laughs> when it was. And it just wasn't him. It yeah. was somebody else. It was a different guy. It wasn't. But you, you weren't in jail, you know, an hour later. Did he so. go to jail? Uh, they ha- they, they Almost have, definitely, yes. They have uh, him in custody, uh, yes. Okay. But, yeah, it was, it was somebody probably on uh, some, like, mentally alter altering drugs you'd hope so and yeah. uh assaulted a woman at the oglethorpe garage and Not then cool. proceeded to get forced across the street by a bunch of male patrons and then tried <laughs> to steal a pickup truck from somebody who i remember had a gun but did not brandish it did not brandish and then went back under the overpass uh and on the on-ramp attempted to uh get inside of several other vehicles that were getting off the loop whoa yeah so it was basically like real life grand theft auto i mean yeah 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 <laughs> it was like yeah just like running around like slapping people and just like trying to steal yeah, like 10 yeah. cars in a row yeah dude. <laughs> Video grand games. theft auto classic city edition oh my gosh yeah that'd be sick that's like a flying on the that's loop. a good idea for a bit okay what would let's hear, let's <laughs> what would you do in that game and where would you go 
That's where you, uh, you like. I think you definitely, you know, Play a little fulfill, fulfill every UGA alum's dream of like breaking into Sanford Stadium and causing some some vandalism sure. at the least. Sure. Yeah, I feel like it'd be the kind of thing where like you try to pace in the alley behind Flanagan's, and then a cop's like, "Piss or pace? Pace. Pace. Piss. Oh. And then and then a cop. That's is nasty, like, man. Cop brandishes a weapon at you, and then you know you have to brandish yours, and you steal. It's like a a truck that's been fully submerged underwater on Poplar Street. Like drive it, you're like running into students, like running over students and stuff. Do you have those videos of people like stealing? Like the the police chase videos in Athens, like that dude with the Patagonia vest, and the, like in the white truck no. who like is like bombing it down Broad yeah, Street, yeah, yeah. Uh, like the the eastbound. one dude in Athens wearing the Patagonia vest. Yep, the one guy with the white truck. All new tonight, a University of Georgia student leads officers on a high speed chase and posts a picture of his speedometer on Snapchat just before he crashes. But yeah, he's <laughs> he's going like, he's gotta be going fucking like 70, 80 down like Broad Street, middle of downtown, middle of the night. Looks like maybe a weeknight because he's not running over people. And uh, he, I, I guess think eventually he, I think he crashes makes it, kind of behind farmers. Yeah, he the, makes it through the five-way intersection, oh, he's like going down Oconee and then just slams into the, into the parking Jesus. lot across from farmers. What is, what's that shitty uh, apartment complex behind Nucci Space? It might not even be there anymore, but the, it was like the steeple ch- chapel um, white, the must, the... I mean, it's probably, chase. It's probably Oglethorpe called. Oglethorpe Columns or like... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like that. Yeah, he just like crashes over there, and the cops like run in. Literally right next to the police station. Face. Was this yeah. on? When was this? TMZ. Yeah. I don't know. It's on YouTube, and I I was definitely watching it like three or four years ago. So it would be funny if not for the fact that like just there are so many people jaywalking over there all the time, and like drunk kids that aren't looking well, around them. Like someone could have died so easily. Someone actually did die. Uh, in that area. Yeah, like a year ago. Yeah, like I think like September. Damn. Yeah, like but anyway. hit and run. Yeah, uh huh. It Damn. was like a UGA student, I think, who died. Uh, yeah. Fuck. It's fucked up, dude. How about the? Well, I don't know, man. That that whole like quick trip, uh, execution thing that happened in Watkinsville. Fill me in. You know what I'm talking about? That sounds pretty wild, dude. It was it was a UGA football player. I don't. I can't remember his name, but he just like walked into a like a, either a quick trip or a racetrack in Watkinsville. Walks in with like ski mask on, like gloves, and just like shot the the attendant who was this guy that apparently everybody likes. You know, he was like a local nice kid, and uh, he just went up. He like didn't steal anything. It wasn't a robbery that went wrong. He just walks in and like kills this dude and left. And when they caught him, it was a fucking UGA football player. Jeez, so sad. Damn. Damn, they really swept that, was, that, that under the like, rug. That was like a month ago. Yeah, I didn't hear anything about that. You think Kirby pushed him too hard? No, I think it's someone who wasn't on the team anymore. Um, CTE, man. I mean, dude, seriously, facts. like could be. Yeah, I got it. Uh, yeah, I got it right here. Actually, it was a racetrack. Um, it was the... Oh, was this... Oh, you said Watkinsville. If yeah. I were him, I mean, at least I would have, like, gotten, like, a donut or whatever afterwards. I mean... Mm-hmm. Yeah, really. Yeah. Maybe a 19.2-ounce White Claw. Yeah. 
Uh, it's fucked up. Maybe, so some maybe a Snickers. Maybe he needed a Snickers. <laughs> <laughs> you're not you. When, when you're he hungry. was hungry. That's fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, some other reasons that uh, it's taken a while to crank this out. Um, I found employment, and Hell it's yeah. on, on again, off again. But this some some level of employment, and it's caused a lot of weird. Uh, situations that I've been in over the last uh, like two, three months, I guess. Basically, like working in the film industry. Uh, two days ago, I was working on a music video for Future, and I'm allowed to talk about this because I didn't sign an NDA or anything. Is that the one Parker was producing? Yeah, yeah, it was sick. Had a van and Arizona from Athens hip hop group, Clip Art. Also working with us on the video, and uh, yeah, it was Future and Metro Boomin, and there was a trailer room that just said Thug on it, and I was like, "What's going on with the Thug thing?" And they're like, "Dude, Young Thug." I always knew I went gonna be gay. I'm like, okay, but he wasn't there. He wasn't there. He was on his way when uh, he got raided, uh, arrested, and hit with two RICO charges. Oh, uh, so really sad to see that Thugger. Is uh, looks like they've been putting a case against him for the last seven years. On that, it was a 2015 mm-hmm. murder that he's connected to Gunna as well. Um, yeah, like so 26 people total, or Duke, something like 28, that. I think. Yeah, dude, it's Slime all over. Slime life, yeah. all over ATL scoop, and um, so that was fucking crazy because we were all like, "Oh, cool, we're gonna hang out with Young Thug in like an hour," and then he just, yeah. And it, supposedly there was a phone call where Metro. Like was on the phone. He's like, you know, young thug, get over here. Like, come on, dude, we're doing the video right now. Come on through. And Thugger's like, if people think that I'm gay, I can't. They already misjudged. Mm-hmm. I'm the straightest man in the world. Man, I ain't finna. I hate guys. Like, what? Yeah. Which I don't know how someone could have overheard the other side of the mm-hmm. phone conversation. I'm buying like a, something. He mm-hmm. said. He said I'm buying something. That sounds. That sounds what someone there told fabricated. Me. He says, like a and coffee then, or like and, a. And then uh, Metro was like, "You got to be more low key. Like you're always buying shit. Like you need to chill." And then uh, it he, was too late. He, so. was, he was buying from like an undercover. Someone. Uh, I don't that's know. so wild. I man. think the spot got raided when he was mm-hmm. in it, or maybe it was his spot. I don't know what happened, uh, but yeah, that's not good. Get ready to see a lot of free thugger graffiti uh, across town. And I, I, where I do y'all stand on that? Do y'all think he deserves prosecution, or I, are you kind of like, nah, dude, not thugger? I didn't realize that it was uh, like the case had been building for seven years. Because my initial thought oh, yeah. was, well, I mean, yeah, there's no way these guys still like have their hands on stuff at this point like they do but well, if it's, if it's, it's a seven-year-old un- case it's unclear i guess but yeah then yeah they're they're definitely you know i just feel like you would think if you got to the level of fame that they have that you just don't have to touch anything anymore uh if you do choose to be involved yeah uh, you can at all you can at least not be around but at the end of the day that is what the that is what the rico like act is for mm-hmm. is so True. they can finally take down people who like i mean i've been re-watching the sopranos the gabagool and mm-hmm. you know yep. that's that's how they like are allowed to make the connection between bosses and you know cronies or whatever uh, and, and get people damn it feels good to be a crony 
Yeah, from yeah. time to time. Um, I kind of miss being a crony. I feel like we I are. I am a crony. We are yeah. cronies on the film. We're now the film, film cronies. Yeah. Um, let's see what else. I I s- accidentally walked in on uh, Shakira changing. No fighting. No fighting. Shakira, Shakira. In her dressing room. Oh. Different. Oh. What the hell? Whoa. Different project. I didn't tell you all about that. No. Nope. You did. <laughs> it was you did, but not on the cast. <laughs> it was uh, it was my first day on this like TV show. What the crap, man! And uh, I w- was told they were like, "Yeah, can you go into that dressing room and like you know the wire some?" They were pranking stuff. you. Was, like I had to like plug in some stuff and like figure out the wire. Wait, wait, wait! And you said to me that you were like moving a mirror. Yeah, it's a mirror that has a bunch of lights connected to it, a and, like, vi- like a vanity. Yeah, yeah, it's like a yeah. rolling vanity with wheels on it and shit, and. Uh, yeah, they sent. It was like right when I got there on my first day, and they just kind of really pointed. They're like people on the phone. They're just like, "Yeah, dude, like go in there, hook it up." I'm like, "Okay, walk in there." Shakira's changing. She, you know, I'm seeing. I'm not like staring. You know, it's like a, uh, you know, it's like a real quick thing. But, um, like, she made eye contact with me in the mirror when I accidentally saw her boob. Basically, oh my gosh. <laughs> And uh, she was very professional about it, you know. She she was chill. She didn't really seem to be bothered. Just sort of like, all right, get out of here, you know. And I did. Um, she told you to get out of there. She didn't you say were in there anything. For that long Shakira. <laughs> it was probably the, clear what what the right uh, yeah course of action. Yeah, was. she didn't she didn't like narc on me, and I think that was a cool move. Also, um, there was a moment in the show where, like, I guess not enough people showed up in the audience to. You know, convincingly be an audience on this like game show type thing, and which Shakira was one of the hosts. And uh, basically, they I'm like taking out the trash at some point. I'm uh, like a bag exploded. I'm getting like trash juice leaking all over my jeans. It's like on my hands and stuff. Pretty gross. And at that moment, someone's like, "Hey, you! Like, go get in the audience. Not enough people showed up." I'm like, "Okay." So I go jump in the crowd. You had to be a stand-in. I'd go be a stand-in. I went and jumped in the crowd, and I'm like, where do I sit? And the people organizing it are like, I don't care, dude. Like, it's about to start. Just fucking grab a chair. I'm like, okay. So I go sit down, and I happen to accidentally sit down in the only chair on the row that, like, Nick Jonas and Shakira and them all have to walk down to, like, reach their judge booth. So they want to be personal with the crowd. They're, like, hugging people and, like, whatever. But I'm, like, covered in trash juice, so Shakira, <laughs> like, gives me a hug when I'm, like, like literally wet with, like, slime. And Nick Jonas also, like, fist bumped me. He's like, what's up, bro? And, like... You're 0 for 2. It was so... Shakira. Yeah, it was so weak. Wow. <laughs> um, so, yeah, just shit like that. Um, not so, bad. Not a bad situation. Wow. Covered in slime, man. I haven't heard any of that. <laughs> That's unbelievable. Too soon. What uh, TV show is that for? Uh, It's... For a show that hasn't come out yet, okay, I should probably just leave it at that. Under but wraps. You, but the show that you worked on, Mr. Jack Webster, did come out. Um, oh, you're right. The you one that we had to edit out of like episode three or four. Yeah. You it wanna, did. You, it did air. Do you want to run over that real quick? Yeah. So. Um, what was the story that we had to cut because of this was late disclosure agreement? Yeah, late. Uh, and and you absolutely clowned me uh, upon the. Uh, new edit Dog, of that episode. You're going to get clowned, man. That's fine. That's fine. I just feel like, you know, uh, <laughs> is, is abusing a, a the power of editor <laughs> is 
uh, maybe you were the you editor. Know. Wait, no, I edited. What's going on? I edited the episode and I clowned him in my edit. You know, because I can just yeah. insert myself saying. Like, you edited an episode of what? We put out an episode of the podcast. Oh. where we had to take out a like whole chunk of a story that Jack Webster was telling because the show he worked on hadn't aired yet. So oh he right, was in violation sure. of an NDA, uh-huh. and apparently someone like threatened someone. He, it, we don't need to get into all yeah. that. But really, what he he pretty much just said, wait a month, and then you can talk about it. All right. Well, it's been multiple months. It has been a month. That's why what, we were waiting. What do you got? Uh, so, uh, f- tales from, tales from on set. Uh, you know, uh, our first, our first episode of Tales from On Set or segment. It's a segment now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. As as half of us see stuff on set sometimes. Uh, I was. This was like September. Well, Robert's done some stand-in work. Oh, you're right. Mm-hmm. He was in the oh, game. Before he was a straight-up extra. Right. He wasn't yep. a stand-in. Airing okay, soon yeah. as well. I'm about to do some more, I think, but... Uh, Can I hit the vape, please? Yes. Yes, you may. Cool. Dude, Can I was hitting your vape when you had COVID, and I didn't get it. Well, I I don't know how COVID works. I, I, I still don't think was anyone banana does. Flavor? <laughs> but oh, I'm pretty sure... It's kind of a, like a neutral zone. Let's get into the no, COVID it's actually thing later coconut, so we don't uh, have to... Pineapple ice, but sure. So we don't have to, like, move shit around, but... All right, what you got? Uh, So, like... This was my first ever film gig uh, in 2021, September. I got a job working for the first ever season of America's Got Talent at the Atlanta Motor Speedway. Uh, America's Got Talent Extreme. Extreme, mm-hmm. thank you. Sorry, first ever season of AGTE, <laughs> uh, as we call it. And uh, the they were repaving the Atlanta Motor Speedway, so they pretty much rented out the entire facility um, including, you know, the enormous tarmac where you're supposed to park as a patron of Henry County's finest NASCAR venue. Nice. And was this in like McDonough? Yeah. 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 Okay. And so McDonough. this was this was after I was cut. <clears throat> I was walking up to return my my walkie for the night, and uh, I heard somebody come in and say, "Hey." Jonathan Goodwin is about to run his escape, I was going to say escapist, uh, escape artist stunt. And it, this is just a rehearsal. But, you know, Simon's, Simon Cowell's not there watching this. Travis this is just Pistron is not judging exactly. at this moment. They're just getting a, getting a rehearsal in. Yeah, Nikki Bell isn't there just so we can drop them all. Cool. And I'm like, you know what? This is a this is a perk of the job. I'm gonna go down there, wait for um, my friend to get back and drive me uh, drive me home <laughs> for the night because he's you know dropping contestants off at their hotel and whatnot. Cool. So uh, I go down and um, this this gentleman, like I said, an escape artist, kind of of the kind of of like the. I'm trying to think how to put this. Is he like a magic man? Is he like like uh, this is he's not an illusionist, you know? Is he like a Houdini? You know it's Houdini. It's Houdini. You know I got the back of the bean. You see me on TV. On TV. 2013. OCT. I fucking know the baby like dang. He's a daredevil. He's Mind a daredevil. Freak? Exactly. Uh, okay. He's, I he's up the daredevil videos. variant. He's closer to he's, uh, he's closer to an evil Knievel than a David Blaine. Is that what you're yes, saying? Yes, exactly. Yeah. Like More what balls, you're what you're seeing brain. is the real <laughs> deal, and there is 
actual potential danger involved. And so uh, he is he's hanging boy. He's hanging from a crane by his feet. And he's about, I'd say, like 35, 40 feet in the air. Upside uh, down. Upside down, hanging by his feet. And his feet are uh, cuffed. Uh, I'm not sure by what. Like his jeans? <laughs> <laughs> his jeans are cuffed. Very out of out of vote. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. They're, they are binded, we will say. And uh, he's also wearing a straight jacket. Oh. And there's two other cranes set up kind of perpendicular to him that both have, in like a pendulum style, have a junkyard Toyota Camrys uh, <laughs> rigged like up. Suspended in the air. Yes, yes. And the point is he's got 60 seconds to shed the jacket, unbind the feet before the junkyard cars rigged with explosives collide exactly, uh, you know, right. at his location. They swing down as pendula mm-hmm. pendulums. And it's a, I mean, it, it, it's a spectacle. To explode you know? on them. And and uh yeah pretty much they run the clock it seems it's and i had seen some other escape artists in my time there did he do a bit no did he do a good bit no dude it was, yeah keep going <laughs> yeah are we gonna be able to are we gonna be able to salvage that or should we uh should we fake it no we got should it we do a nod, non-candid version carry on <laughs> yeah uh so pretty much they start the clock and i had seen a bunch of other escape artists that were more of the David Blaine style. So I'm th- I'm watching this thinking nothing can go wrong here uh, to the point that I'm like totally just got my phone out filming this. And he gets the, he sheds the jacket, goes up to, you know, unbind his feet. And it seems to me that like the safety protocol, if he is not able to get out, is that they pull his crane up to, you know, put, elevate him above the explosion and collision of the cars. Uh, but he fails the first time to unbind his feet. You can kind of, you can kind of see the, you know, people manning the equipment. They're like, he's not, he doesn't have this. Pull him up. Cars release. They start pulling him up. And then he succeeds, which kind of leaves him. It, it, if you take the, you know, whatever the the physics of it of being pulled up while you escape it kind of leaves you levitating for a moment sure he's getting pulled up as he drops down at which point i see a guy pretty much land in the middle of a collision of these two cars that explode and then uh the landing pad that was there for safety for when he successfully got out uh he was knocked off course by the cars and landed more or less head, neck, back first on the ground. Jesus. Uh, at which point, like I said, I had seen a bunch of Blainus <laughs> pulling crazy stuff off. I thought the the stunt was going to be he stood up and goes, ta-da. Yeah. yeah. And so I just like kept the camera rolling, and he didn't get up, and then the ambulances moved in, and everybody just kind of got the fuck out of there. They just... Jeez. They told the walkies to go Dude. go so, dark. Yeah. And so how uh, high up was he? Uh, I think about 40 feet. Jesus. 35, 40 feet. Yeah. I mean, one of Survivable, my... Survivable, uh, but not ideal. Well, he's pretty fucked up, right? Like, isn't he severely 
like yeah when now. i when i left which i tried to do as soon as possible after that um i thought you know i thought i'd seen a guy die and so and i have no other reason to believe anything otherwise and so i called you i think on my way home and was just like got to got to talk to somebody about this this is pretty crazy we did find out a few days later that he is okay he even made an instagram post that was like hey i assume the risk every time i do a stunt and they're never guaranteed to go uh perfectly Mm -hmm. and i appreciate all the support i've gotten he did break both of his legs and got a concussion and um has a bunch of burns on his body. Isn't but he, like, retiring from stunt stuff? Honestly, I haven't really kept up with him. Um, okay, well. He can walk. Can he walk? Can't tell you anything about him right now. Okay. I mean, probably not yet. No, yeah. If he broke both but legs. But long term. He'll get there. Uh, you know, he'll get yeah. rehab. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'll be paralyzed. Damn. Um, well, that's crazy, yeah. I mean, a lot of questions come to mind off of that of, like, you know, there are people there just, like, hitting a button to release cars to explode on him in a rehearsal like why were the cars even mm-hmm. there yep it's it's really just another example of like uh how um i don't know like you're just trying to go go to work do your job as like you for example just trying to go to work and uh you keep winding up in these like safety hazard issues like in construction we were dealing with like people falling off of roofs you know, that don't have insurance or falling through like an attic and like blasting into like a like falling through the ceiling of a house on into the kitchen kind of thing. It's like I just want to make enough money to pay my bills and shit yeah. and go play shows. The and unintentional skylight. I think they call that move. Oh, uh, yeah. Classic. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. That move. <laughs> Bust a move. <laughs> um, but anyway, this is not a, a this is not a podcast about low level film work this is a podcast about the athens and atlanta music scenes uh did anybody see a show this week we we did y'all both went both jacks yes all right care to elaborate uh yeah we saw turnstile at the masquerade Sweet. Heaven stage, and nice. um, it was it was lit. Uh, who else? It? Who else played? Was that the show? There were, like, there were like four openers. Citizen. Yeah. Citizen. Cool. Coco and Claire. I oh, Claire. I think so. Coco we and Claire, we, Claire. we missed. Claire, Claire. We just saw Citizen, I believe. We got there a little late, but the show started like really early, like six o'clock doors. Um, so I think there were like five o- five bands total or acts. Damn, there's a, a lot of people have been anticipating that show and talking about it for months. I mean, Turnstile's been really hot this year, but also um, for them to play with classic uh, power violence, gone Urban Outfitters style band ceremony. <laughs> I 
And um, then Citizen, we've talked about a couple times on the podcast because mm -hmm. I saw them play and it was like a comical. It was pretty display. funny. Yeah, it was exactly. I was saying that to Jack the whole time we were there. It was like exactly what you said. They were like <laughs> the going Which, really hard on the banter, being like, "Let's get the fucking." Pick and then going. it sounded just like Franz Ferdinand. <laughs> just like they sound yeah. like Franz Ferdinand now. The, I think yeah. that's that's how we'll, well reference them good, on the uh, <laughs> on the New Year's podcast, and um, yeah, it was very accurate after getting a chance to see them. Damn, um, well that's so cool. It sounds like a fun show. Um, Robert and I, and maybe Jacko, were able to go see Coco and Claire Claire at a house show here. I missed that. Oh, dude, that was really nasty. That was, that was insane. It was Sword Two. And, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> People think you're talking. Yeah. That Wait, was dope. Sword um, two. Yeah. Yeah. Any relation to the sword? No, no, no. I love the sword though, but uh, very this, different style. This was like uh, Carter, formerly of Seaghost. <laughs> Tons right. of other really cool Atlanta projects. Kind of a kind of a kingpin in the like art Atlanta music world for a yeah. long time. He was involved with Mammal Gallery, uh, I believe as well. Yeah. Um He or they. We're not yeah, they fuck. I think. But yeah, that was dope to see both of those acts at a house show. Um yeah. I remember Coco and Claire Claire. They covered, quote unquote. Uh, oh yeah! Don't look back and or no, uh, champagne, champagne, supernova. supernova by Oasis. Slowly walking down the hall, faster than a cannonball. Where were you while we were getting high? And when I say cover, I mean well, they just played the track on Spotify. On Spotify, and I don't think they really even knew the lyrics or anything but they basically just like hyped up the crowd who was enjoying you know uh, hearing that particular track yeah that's one thing that was really fun and funny about the coco and claire claire set is that they straight up just aux corded spotify into the speakers of their own song so they're playing their own music off spotify instead of having like a dj or a band behind them they're like clicking on songs it's not even in the playlist like format they're just like finding songs in their discography yeah and they're like should we do this and then <laughs> they like sing over their own vocals that are pre-recorded onto the track and which like i said that to a couple people like describing what the show was like afterward they were like oh that's kind of lame like they did it was no but it was dope actually it was cool yeah it because was, like it was really fun i mean like the s songs are so good and they have so much swag and charisma mm -hmm. and everyone was like very very into it so it actually worked out great but it was a little you know a little weird because on the recordings they sort of like whisper you know the 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 
mm-hmm. vocals are performed very very quietly. S- especially Claire Claire's got that kind of like uh huh like <laughs> yeah like playful sort of whisper Soft thing delivery. going on yeah yeah. Really nice. But like they were basically screaming the lyrics, which I guess is common at hip hop sh- shows. Um, yeah, which has sort of gave the songs a new flavor, which was cool. Yeah, it was it was lit, and uh, it was one of those situations where the cops show up to break up the house show, but like right after the headliner's done, and it was the nice there. Like as I was walking out of there, our good buddy Owen from. Uh, Less dead. Dead neighbors, etc. Um, swamp. I went back to the Chick-fil-A bathroom where you OD'd. Sag. Alley. R- Sag. Alley. Rainey as well. Alley Rainey. Uh, uh, who I caught their first show. Oh, Last weekend, yeah. Can't wait to get into that. But as as Owen was like, Owen and I were walking away for him to give me a ride. Uh, like kids started coming out in the front yard and yelling like, "Pigs go home! Pigs go home!" For the cops that were shutting down the show. But it fizzled out like after like three or four repetitions. It was so funny because they were all basically like, "Well, I mean, we, I guess the show is over, so like we can go. We got we got to go home anyway. Like whatever." So. <laughs> We're all like, going home. <laughs> so yeah, pigs and us go home. Everybody. Yeah. So that was fun. Um, Robert, what was that uh, Ali Rainey Less Dead show like? Uh, yeah. So um, it was just a house show um, over on the west side uh, that was a benefit for defend the Atlanta forest. forest. Yep. Yeah. Oh yeah, there have been a lot uh, of a lot of good. They're like trees, Atlanta. Yeah, and like shows this year. Yeah, and like I kind of thought that those people had basically lost. Like I thought, like the plans to build the cop city or whatever were basically like in motion. Mm-hmm. But apparently, there's been people like living there for a long time, mm-hmm. like in these uh, improvised tree houses as a sort of you know just protest. Um, against the whole, you know, thing. So it's kind of like the, you know, like the trope of like s- someone chaining themselves to a tree so it doesn't get y- cut down. I mean, yeah. Sort of, but it's actually the community coming out. Yeah, and yeah. Holding it down mm-hmm. together. And they've been doing a lot of stuff down there. Like, like they've been um, hosting like workshops on various topics and like having like dance parties and that kind of thing. And they're That's actually dope. they're actually throwing a rave. In the woods this weekend, which could be a cool thing to go to, but uh, oh, but yeah. Anyway, um, the show was cool. It was just in. Uh, well, this guy Jake put on the show, but it wasn't his house. But it Jake was, from Less Dead. Jake, yep, uh huh. And it was just in this person's backyard, and Ali Rainey, of which Owen is the front person, I guess. Um, I guess they're kind of a slow core band, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, He's described it as Duster, Dustery. Yeah. Uh, inspired by the band Duster. 
Duster-esque. Not to be confused with Guster. Gust, yeah. Like I did. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and before they played, he said, are y'all ready for some extremely depressing music? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, you know, I usually am. But yeah, um, they played and they were great. Um, it's Owen, uh, Paris on the drums. Word. The guitarist we met very briefly. He's extremely tall. Yeah. I forgot their name. Taller than Paris? Yeah, this person yeah, is like 6'8". Six, 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 eight. Eight. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I have met that guy. Yeah. He's got the darker hair. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, nice guy. And then the bassist, I didn't get a chance to talk to, but... They were also very skilled. Um, and yeah, it was awesome. But it also rained right after they got done playing. So people started dispersing. And people started dispersing, yes. So yeah. I, I did not see Less Dead. And I'm not even sure if they played. I don't think they did, actually. I think they did. Cause oh, I ran, they did. Ran okay. into Jake at the Earl last oh, night. Oh, okay, cool. He, he said it was, it was good. Um, oh. And we... We were able to go see Less Dead uh, at the iDrum like a month and a half ago at a different show. Yeah. Got an interview with the members of Less Dead. And uh, here it is. Why you Karogan experience? It's uh, Will and Jacko, and we're here with Less Dead, Jake, Matt, and Owen. How y'all doing tonight, boys? Really, Fucking really good, man. Really sick, doing dude. Good. <laughs> yeah, dude, I'm feeling pretty well right now. Yeah. Uh, second show ever tonight. It's a pretty good crowd. Um, that's how do y'all feel about that? Uh, pretty blessed to be honest. Uh, blessed by who? Uh, <laughs> not by God. I don't know, yeah, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not really a prayer, but uh, I, I, I do feel really lucky to have uh, been asked to play this tonight. This was kind of a last-minute show uh, for us. It wasn't a last-minute show in general, but we got asked last week to hop on, and uh, we had a set prepared because we just played our first show like three weeks ago. Where was that at? I was at Boggs on like oh, sick. fucking Boggs. Boggs. <laughs> on a weekday or something. It was a Tuesday yeah, night, it was a Tuesday so night at a bar. Yeah. On a Tuesday, matter of fact. <laughs> so I understand y'all, y'all have recently gotten over a pretty bitter uh, band name Argument. <laughs> yeah, dude. A lot of, of a contentious race for what yeah, was going to be the name of the band. I'm glad we got this on on record right now because it, the name should be Dana Scully, like the lady from the X Files. Okay, well, I said my piece. That's it. You know, well, with the S as a dollar sign. Uh, okay, yeah. that was the original. Easily searchable. Uh, yeah. Oh, and you had a different uh, band name you had in mind. Yeah. I, Pararia Montana, which is the scientific name for kudzu, and the fact that I'm mm-hmm. having to explain this and that it's hard <laughs> to pronounce is why it's no longer the band name. <laughs> so, it, so it was the band name for like a second before the yeah, first show. Yeah, well, we for were, one show we were Pararia Montana. Okay. <laughs> but none of us can say it. So, yeah. okay. Okay. It. Yeah. It's like impossible to not sound drunk saying Pararia. <laughs> yeah, Very exactly. True. So yeah. Less Dead works for us. Uh, Some bait. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's, it writes better than it sounds, but... Uh, so I think it works for it's us. It's a great name. It's a good yeah, one. Yeah. Thank you. Um, so what about uh, what about the rest of the show tonight? I mean, 
y'all playing with some staples around here. Yeah, I'm, I'm super excited to see Tooth Cemetery, to be honest. One shot, click, 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 reload, reload, reload. 20,000 THP, make a call and need It's my understanding that a few of those members flew in from out of town just for the show, which is rad. That's it's awesome. a benefit show. From, it's from really Jersey? easy to say no to a benefit yeah, show. Yeah, one's from Jersey, and I think one's from, like, Minnesota or somewhere, like, crazy, like, way far away. That's wild. It's um, probably colder there than it is. But, yeah, I've, yeah. I've DM'd back and forth with Jack from that band a couple times, and, um... He's a super rad dude, really young, really motivated. He's in a hardcore band as well as this band, which is like kind of like overdriven indie stuff. It's really cool. Um, but he's a scrams dude and uh, he likes that kind of music. <laughs> and I, you know, I don't really know what genre we are, but I think we kind of fall into that category a yeah, little bit. So I was gonna get to that. Uh, would y'all broadly consider yourselves you know, like Screamo or Scrams or anything. Kind of like, like Scrams adjacent, like Scramsy post rocky stuff, because it's like Jake is super into Scram stuff yeah. and always has been, but me and Matt, like, have never listened to that really at all. Yeah. And so it's like two, an entire rhythm section that's just not doing that with someone who's really into that. So it kind of has this interesting effect, honestly. I mean, the yeah. truth is, we were trying to make a Scrams band, but we're all old as shit. So it just, <laughs> yeah. it, it's not going to happen. It's not physically yeah. possible. <laughs> so nah, it is what it is. Young. Young. I feel like <laughs> saying Screamo is not like a bad word anymore because it used to mean people people used to like have that Hot like topic. oh dude are you talking about like orchid or are you talking about like i don't know like the myspace like yeah we're talking Christian about orchid. Metal Yeah, yeah. yeah. Orchid was a pretty, uh, pretty influential <laughs> band on me when I was a young, young lad. But now we're far enough away from all the MySpace shit that like screamo, I don't think it necessarily gets connected to like skinny no, jeans. It's hot not a dirty shit. word, and to yeah. be honest, I find the word scrams pretty cringe. So uh, I'd prefer to call us like screamo, yeah, post rock, hardcore punk, like whatever. You, yeah. Like lols. Like it feels mean? like it. I don't know if like, it is or not, but it like feels a, like it. You like know, to scream, scream is to scrams. It's as, XD shit. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's some raw, <laughs> it, it feels yeah. it feels it's very like steam. time and place, and that time and place is like a suburb somewhere in twenty or two thousand seven or something like yeah. that. Yeah. That guy hit on my girl at the hot topic, so I raw XD'd at him, and he ran away and hissed at me. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it connotates that to me. So I don't love that word, but yeah, we're scrams. <laughs> sure, fair enough. Yeah. You're rocking the slow fire pistol hoodie on oh, stage yeah. tonight. Yeah. Local scrams uh, elite. Uh, definitely. Yes, sir. They're, they're, they're the best in the in the southeast for sure. Damn, I agree. Yeah, yeah. We, we sure were are. lucky enough to share space with them. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh, you go. I was gonna space. say the same thing you were. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they also like they're really nice. One of them, like, I was like asked if I could buy like one of their old records, and he just gave it to me for free. It's like oh, I don't need this anymore, dude. Yeah, it's a good deal. <laughs> yeah, for his like for, at, for at his the merch like, table or something, or just uh, at the practice space one day. Yeah, yeah. We we run into them sometimes there, um, but yeah, they're like. For as like blistering as their music is, they're like the sweetest human beings yeah. I've ever met. They're so nice. They're so just compassionate. They're, they're great folks, and I'm I'm happy that they're doing what they're doing here in Atlanta because I think it opens up doors for bands like us who are, you know, not not quite as you know. Those guys are like real players. Like, just they're real yeah. players. Yeah. We're just kind of getting started. Y'all it's been players, a long time since I tried to be in a band. <laughs> 
Yeah, but they, um, they've like they played in other bands <laughs> and like been yeah. been laying the groundwork for a long time. Yeah, Hank especially has been in some of my favorite acts that have ever come out of Atlanta. You gonna, uh, you gonna shout him out? Dead in the dirt, man. The, okay. the album, the Shout Blind Hole. Foundation. Yeah. Foundation, X-X Foundation. Foundation is the band that, like, every time you go see, like, a hardcore adjacent band at the Masquerade that's from another part of the country or world. Yeah. Like, I saw, like, Comeback Kid. You know, one time, and they're just like, yo, there's a fucking band from Atlanta called Foundation. And the whole crowd is like, what? Yeah. <laughs> but, like, yeah. I mean, not really, because, like, they're fucking legends. But well, like, they, they have like, been it's active a, in a long time. But so, it's a lot yeah. of bands that are, like, grew up in that hardcore scene, but oh, now totally. they're in a different type of hardcore scene. So their fans might not necessarily know Foundation, but Foundation obviously is, like, you know, Godfathers. In they've, a got, way. they've got rippling effects. Uh, yeah, that's Foundation. Time, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm a little older now. I'm in my 30s. And uh, it's fun to have have watched the Atlanta music scene sort of like ebb and flow and what what gets talked about now is like things that happened in the past that there were in, influential were things that I grew up on and uh, it's just fun to be at this stage of life and see how all of the stuff interconnects and how it filters out to the new kids because uh, I would say that we're probably in the uh, you know probably top we're, you know, we're probably in the oldest 25% of people at this show that we just played. <laughs> well, I, I, think, I think we all the are. Yeah. yeah. one dude in there. Yeah, like, the, yeah, this, yeah. Uh, the crowd so here. That's how it goes. one it super says. old head who yeah. just, just came to check out Jake's yeah, yeah, yeah. fire sweatshirt. <laughs> yeah, but no, there's a lot of, like, this, that, this, this crowd here is really big and it skews really young. <laughs> and, uh, that, and that's awesome to see. That's encouraging and that's a sign of a healthy music scene. Certainly. Yeah. All right, well, thanks, dude. So, hey, thank you guys. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Awesome. Wow, what a great interview! Yeah, that was a. It was very cold on that night, if I remember. I loved it. Yeah. Correctly, a lot of freezing laughter to warm us up. Yeah, um, but yeah, uh, Less Dead is an incredible band. They've they've started recording, so I can't wait to hear those recordings when they're fleshed out. Yeah. Another, another show that happened last weekend, the inaugural show of the band SAG. <laughs> Yeah. Which uh, also has Owen, but mm-hmm. the front person is sitting right here with us, Jack O'Reilly. Also, Robert and myself are in that band. Yeah. Noticeably absent from the show, staying home out as a protest, Jack Webster. Did Are you really that butthurt about not being asked to join SAG? He's that, been, they, well, he's, uh, well I don't even think we've uh, talked about how Jack had COVID yet. Yeah, well, I would I would say first of all, it was not out of protest that I was not in attendance of the show. I'm very interested to hear uh, the new direction of Jo's uh, fronted music. Mm-hmm. I I will say that. Also, I'm going to correct Will and say that I correct was <laughs> asked to be in SAG one 
Late, late one night, I received a text from Jack O'Reilly. Oh, damn. Was is that asking, right? Wait, before I was in it? No. Asking me to play guitar parts, uh, which I have not. Well, okay. We have not really followed up on it all. We can't just straight up have the same band. Okay, well, well, I mean, well, like, I, it's I'm really like, what you like, like, plus like, There's, like, there's, there's got to be one person who's <laughs> different. <laughs> he's I mean, he's the same. I wasn't in Blanco when all three of y'all were. I did and, not and take I, it as an opportunity to force myself into this band with y'all. I, uh, I'm actually starting to come I was, around too. I was merely, I was merely <laughs> flattered uh, that Jack O'Reilly thinks I am capable of, uh, you know, <laughs> oh, of course doing, you doing another three band guitars, and getting back into guitar, yeah, or, or the guitarist role. But uh, yeah, I, I did get COVID um, for a second time. Where'd you get COVID at, at our show? So I, I tracked it down. Actually, I was talking to Tyler Stalvey. The goat man, I love that. Dude. Oh no! Uh, Shout out! What a pimp! The Boar's Head Lounge and he's trouble. <laughs> um, he works at Leon's in Decatur now. Go see him with the uh, Emily from Neighbor Lady. This is true. We know so many cool people, y'all, <laughs> and like they're all like and so we sick. And we say their we say all of their names yep. on this podcast. Yep. But he was saying that. Uh, after <laughs> I went to see the string cheese incident. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I met up with y'all after the... Wait, where'd, where'd you see cheese? Uh, I saw cheese at 420 Fest in Centennial Olympic Park. Oh, Lord. One of my... One of Webby's boys gave me some vip tickets and you're a big cheese head i'm a i'm a huge cheese head dude yeah um, maybe even caught a little umphreys mcgee you catch some umphreys i mean i could have but we did not get there in you time did. uh just saw cheese it was interesting <laughs> it was fun it was very fun i was uh, there also it's just like so funny that that uh, crowd is entertaining. I don't yeah, want to. I don't want to like say anything disrespectful about like whatever you call hippies now. But Wooks. Wooks. Yeah. yeah, I'm gonna be. I'll be happy to. Wooks fascinate me, and I. Well, I loved that. You know, I was very yeah, accepted their hats there. Are awfully straight, aren't they? They're like the flat bills with yeah. the pins on them. Of oh like yeah, 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 yeah. And shit. Well, I mean, in the VIP section, it was honestly, like, we were some of the few people under, like, 50 years old. Yeah. So they were just kind of old school, like, hippie. Like Grateful Dead style looks, yeah. yeah. or at least early fish. But they had the same dance moves that you would expect from a wook, I guess. And the, Kind of the noodle. Yeah, just kind of like that freestyle, like twirling things. like Standing very very place. arm involved yeah okay. did you see some hula hoops uh not there no i didn't really? there wasn't there wasn't any room really they might the not VIP have been allowed pit. in yeah devil oh. sticks okay that's a good point <laughs> anyway after that they didn't let me up, bring mine in we met <laughs> up with uh we met up with at least will at the uh after gathering for the cdsm show Uh, oh yeah, celebrity death slot machine show at the Earl, uh, but the after gathering was at Argosy, the back room, which I had never really been to before. And Stalvi, who was there, kind of nice, told me that he had 
um, several friends there who say that they got Omicron or whatever version of COVID it was. I think it is Omicron because it's a variation. I had it in January and it waited exactly pretty much 90 days to just like hit me again. Mm. Uh, You've had COVID twice. Uh, Yes. At least. Well, only of that variant. Well, I think Dude, yes. what the hell? I think you probably got COVID on the tour with uh, Hefner and Monsoon, though. Cause I, were, I don't think so. I, 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 I was ill, but no one else I got sick, and I did do a test right before leaving that said that it was not. It was also, uh, that was in, what, November? So it was cold. Could have just been a cold. Yeah, I got pretty sick after that too. Wow. But it yeah, it's kind of it's kind of embarrassing uh, to get COVID nowadays. You're like, why is this still happening? <laughs> it's out of s- yeah, it's out and of style, isn't it? Yeah. I had to cancel like two weeks of gigs. One of the gig being that future music video that Will worked, and uh, yeah, could have used you know could have used the money, but we'll bounce back. Well, I'm sure you'll be making more than that off the Patreon. Uh, y'all y'all follow our Patreon as well. Um, where we've got bonus content, bonus interviews with bands like Turnstile and yep. Citizen, uh, carried out by Jack O'Reilly. That was a good one. Yeah. So look up our Patreon and uh, follow us there for really cool shit. Yeah, patreon.com slash O'Reilly's World. <laughs> O'Reilly's World, not O'Reilly World. <laughs> no, no, no. This is okay. his kind of bigger vision. Okay, interesting. Yeah. Well, uh, you... I've been very respectful of the Wooks and your experience that you had with them. I'd be more than happy to dunk on some Wooks because <laughs> y'all know I used to run with a little more of a what they call a headier crowd. I mean, yeah, you probably got the highest we all jam did. band we, show yeah. count under your belt. Jack Ode. I want to go that far. I, what? Wait, what was that? I said you probably have the highest uh, jam band show count under your belt. Maybe. I pr- I've seen. Mm. I've That's seen tough. Robert seems to want to contest. I've seen Wise. I don't know, man. Like That's ten times. Ten times. I've seen Umphreys at least eight. Well, when you go to like Jesus. lock in or a music right. festival, you're catching. You are You win. You are heavy. Two or three nights in a row. Um, Panic is like super old man music with some righteous shredding, but like. Remember, if, especially if you're just like tripping your ass off at one of these shows, since everybody else is like noodling and having fun. If you're not into jam bands, but you're there because like your friends or you know whoever you're with wanted to go, and you're like, yeah, shit, I'll go to Charlotte or Augusta or whatever for the night, Chattanooga. You're kind of in a different mind state where you're just sitting there and you're like, oh my god, what the fuck am I doing? Like, they, like this, you're you're on minute twenty two of like a bongo solo, <laughs> and you're just like. Why? I, don't know. <laughs> I, I found it. It it lends itself pretty easily to just like hanging out and having a good time. Like you, don't, you know. Were you crushing IPAs at this thing? You, there was really no choice. Yeah, all, the Sweetwater. All they have on the menu. Yeah. I think I had a. I think I had one or two <laughs> Sweetwater Oasises, the electrolyte infused seltzer. Dude, that is such a good idea. Is it though? Like yes. I don't think it. I don't think it makes you less hungover. Um. Okay, that's but not the I point. Mean, it's I've not, never had It's one. not a bad idea. Like I mean, it like do yeah, they taste good? They're fine. Yeah, they're fine. They've got uh, a. They kind of like dirty though, because Sweetwater's deal is they got. They're dirty. Well, they got like a earthy, like super heavy thing to their beers. Yeah, where it's just dirty beer, and, like hoppy. And then they just don't clean yeah, the tanks, and they just like make ew. the yeah. It's kind of got like some Dude, stuff that floating is around. Dang, after all, brown seltzer. Well, what do they call it? A dirty hippie? Where you? Where it's 
it's half of a Hopsecutioner and half of a Sweetwater 420. Yeah. The dirty hippie. I used to. That's gross. Why would you do I, that? I used to put those <laughs> back at the lounge. Like a. You're like trying why? to impress Skimpy. <laughs> you know, you're trying to get him. Dude, it's I'm drinking two beers at once. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly think it's just a way to try to make the Hopsecutioner taste a little better. Dude, it's a pretty undrinkable beer. Yeah, it tastes you know. so bad. <laughs> <laughs> well. And that brings us to our first ad read of Terrapin, Terrapin Beer Company. Yeah. Maybe. Oh, or Sweetwater. I traded the owner of Sweetwater, my Ray-Bans. Oh, at for I gave O'Reilly a ticket to the 420 Fest. For two, two shroom capsules that didn't do anything. Oh. And, and then we went he back, you. and I got two more. And so kept the Ray-Bans. Four. Yeah. <laughs> yep. How was that? Uh, I, I felt bad. It was the first thing I thought about when I woke here's, up the next morning. I was like, God deal. damn it. I just traded my Ray-Bans for nothing. There was a moment at the CDSN show where um, Jack Webster and I are talking in front of, you know, somewhere in the front of the Earl. And you were literally just like, yeah, man, I was talking to Will earlier. And I was like, Will Hefner. And you just pointed at me. And I was like, oh, Lord. Like, you, were, you weren't looking at me, but you pointed at me. Like, like you were talking to me about talking to me. A, like a different time. So I did like a reverse. It was like a third person. Third thing. person thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hey man. So having a good. That's night. cool. That that, that Wook music can change your can change your life. It can change you. Period. We run a train on your consciousness. <laughs> yeah. Reminds me of oh uh, when, when we opened up for Papadozio once upon a time. Um. Mm-hmm. You know, good. Yeah. Good vibes. Found our cloud. That. Was great. Um, that was that was pre my era. Yeah, I was actually telling Jack. Oh, I think that uh, <laughs> we played Cherry Street Tavern a few weeks ago in Chattanooga, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and Papadocio was coming through there to do an acoustic duo set show. Right? And they're known mm-hmm. for being an electronic, for being a strictly like one hundred percent electronic based band. Yeah. So. We got to go up for that. I mean, when is that? Yeah, we should. Uh, well, it was like the day after our show, right? Isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Chattanooga seems like a like kind of a hippie town. From when we were up there, uh, Jack Webster and I went to like an Earth Day celebration thing, and it was nothing but like fucking IPA dads and kind of hippie moms. Yeah, just like young, <laughs> young parent. Beat red IPA dads. Like <laughs> yeah, sweating summer, their asses yeah. off while their kids run around. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh my god! Yeah, it was ridiculous. Because we like we literally heard someone covering Baba O'Reilly like from in the distance, and we were like, what "Acoustic? Is that? No, like <laughs> 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 that'd be cool. That that sound kind of nice." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. While Rob and I were in like crazy traffic, I was pretty jealous at that point. Yeah, it was when nice. We, we, we you you actually did get like a fucking eleven percent ABV beer. Yeah, the girl from the brewery who was selling the beers said it was her favorite. And it was in no way other than that a selling point for me to order it. Mm-hmm. Well, wink. I think you've yeah, I mean, did you just wink? Yeah. I just a lot of those will <laughs> get you all right. Yeah. <laughs> you know? That yeah. was good. That's true. Um, yeah, do we... What else have we done? I mean, do we want to cover our shows or kind of stick to the... That's cool. There's just so much to cover. I th- I think the last thing I want to say is, like, dive a little more into the CDSM show simply because that was such a big night for the scene. Because it was a real uh, 
Athens Atlanta connection. It was almost, it was almost like all the people that used to be in the Athens scene that are now here in Atlanta, um, like all went over to the Earl, and people got really fucked up. Like people were going really hard that night, and so you started seeing people that like I haven't really seen converse. I definitely had people that are like cooler than us coming up to me and just like basically pinching my cheeks and being like, "Why you go?" Like. Yeah, because it's like we've just all known each other, at least been like tangentially aware of each other for so long. It's kind of a nice night. CDSM, yeah. aka Celebrity Death Slot Machine. Uh, we got, you know, that's a lot of fucking people from Athens that are all in a trillion different bands. We got Ben Presley from Concord, America. Formerly, I mean, Material Girls. We got Jack Blauvelt from Chief Scout. Neighbor lady. Dana, Dana Swimmer. Swimmer. Rose Hotel? No, he's not in Rose Hotel. But we did have the Restivo brothers, also from Concord, America. Are both the bros in it? Rose Hotel. Yeah, both the nice. bros. And uh, then Drew Kirby. Drew Kirby. From uh, mm-hmm. New Wives and Mothers. A bunch of stuff, yeah. That's yeah. true. Um, oh, and Tyler, don't forget, doesn't he? Tyler, doesn't he do it? Is an incredible front, yeah. front person, okay. rocking the saxophone. A lot of good, a r- lot of really good crowd work. A little louder now. A little louder now. thing that's cool about cdsm is that like they all kind of keep switching up there's a big rotation of who's fronting the band so it's like ben did a lot of fronting and then jumps around gets on the drums and is a really good drummer and then you know that might be a song where like john restivo um who's normally the drummer like gets up front does like a like a conga solo in the crowd or something like like it's it's a real party, and it's a it's a super throwback. I think all that crew was pretty heavily involved with the legendary house venue, Rowdy Dowdy, which had you know long known for its Athens location, but it, it had like two or three locations in Atlanta. They put yeah. on play like original theater productions and ton of fucking house shows that we were you know attendees and performers at over the years. So that was just it was like a so many people in those bands just kind of tying everything all back together uh, between Athens and Atlanta for one big night. And that was really cool. It was yeah, awesome. it was kind of their, like, uh, launch date for their, for their I tour. Know, they were going 30-date tour. Mm-hmm. like Something big, yeah. They just finished playing in Canada. Now they're yeah, about they're to going hit to the rest of the Europe states. Europe, too, right? Oh, wow, I yeah. I think so. That's dope. And we saw CDSM, like, a couple months before that at um, – at the Earl with Sloppy Jane and Ice Age. That was another oh, yeah. big show. Which, like, Ice Age was really good. I personally hated Sloppy Jane. I thought that was a terror. Like, some. Pr- damn. I was wondering if I you were going to say that. I was the only. Damn. I couldn't hear a sound. I couldn't hear a sound. 
I was the only person that didn't like it. Every single other person there claimed to really enjoy it and be into I it. I kind of forget th- how. But they were like went. catatonic. The crowd wasn't like even when the band on stage. Why was would like, they claim that? Like, well, this is why I'm. Why is it? Why is it in their interest to act like they enjoyed it? Glad you asked. I think there are a few reasons. I've got several theories okay. related to it. Sure. Um, first of all. The new Sloppy Jane record is acclaimed. Feeling a decent two strong eight on this one. Anthony Fantano, Sloppy Jane, Madison, uh, forever. They, this is a band that's been, that's had a reputation for years for like, they get on stage and then she like gets naked and pour, like has blue shit that she pours all over herself and it's like crazy. And everyone was like, yeah, it's a punk band. Like, it's going to be wild. And then I get up there. They're basically playing, like, low-budget show tunes, which no one's singing along. That sounds good. I know it sounds good. It just re- really reminded me of, like, Carpool growing up, where I would be really groggy. I'm, like, 10 years old. And, you know, like, I have to ride to school with this girl naked? that li- lives on my street. No, I'm Covering not. Covering yourself uh, in blue like, slime. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it was just like carpool and uh and this like girl <laughs> that i carpooled with in my neighborhood would be like singing at the top of her lungs along to show tunes like cds in the car or like these just like heinous tracks i think it's impacted my ability to enjoy musical theater to be honest that's as a bad adult. vibe i mean yeah but, but the other thing is that everyone at this show is like claiming to be obsessed with it but they're not singing along to any of the songs. I doubt anyone actually is listening to show tunes in their spare time. And even when the band is doing like a big kind of more punk thing where they're trying to like, they're trying to rock the crowd. They're like walking out into the crowd and like getting up on, you know, like climbing up on shit. Um, no one is headbanging. No one is like air guitaring except for me. And I'm not doing it because I enjoy the music. I'm doing it because I like headbanging and air guitaring. No and, one was air guitaring. And I, I do that <laughs> shit for free. And, uh, yeah, so it was, it was, to me, it seemed like a little bit performative the way that everyone was like, that was the best thing ever. It's like, really? Because you did, weren't acting like you were enjoying it during any point in the set. And I, and I have to admit, there were some pretty brilliant moments peppered in. Like, there's a lot of talent there and some really cool like string composition and stuff like that. But by and large, it was like extremely corny and cringe. Sheesh. Well, are they from, are they from here? Where are they from? I don't think they're from here, but they've been touring the South pretty hard for years. God. So they have a reputation. They played Athens, with Atlanta. like that cool. crew so a bunch, I think. The uh, So they probably won't hear this. No, I mean, here's the thing, though. I do. But I like the honesty. I do respect the band. I just think uh, this new record is like a little low energy for my taste. The older stuff is cool, but just that show wasn't doing it for me. Well. And everybody else was uh, was all about it, supposedly. I haven't heard it. What'd you think, Jacko? You were there. I really, you got to describe this a little more. I know you just went off describing it a ton, but I don't recall this particular set. I recall that's exactly Ice Age. what I'm saying. Like completely forgettable. Very yeah. So I guess maybe that speaks. Do to you recall well, telling anybody that you? You loved were also it. turned no. up a little bit, right? I mean, That's at the Earl. 
That's yeah. quite the accusation. Yeah. 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 <laughs> were you there? No. <laughs> it's but I heard that you were turned. Oh, you did? I did. Okay. Then, yeah. <laughs> I was. I mean, wasn't everyone? Well, there you I have it, know. folks. Wasn't yeah. this after <laughs> the cheese show? <laughs> Riley was mean? turned. No, wait. Verified turned. Oh, different night. No, different oh, night. This was okay, Ice Age. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. What do you think about Ice Age? I loved it. That's like... I thought that band was, like... I thought they weren't cool anymore. Yeah. But I, they won me over big time. I, I, I never mean, really listened to them, just They're like the coolest band. Them. Allegedly. All right, well, we got about 19 more seconds on this thing. What do y'all y'all want to say anything to the people? Um, I don't know. I'm I'm trying to figure out what to do on Saturday. Me too. Uh, Broasis is playing. I'm saying Drew Baskin and Broasis, the Strictly Bro Oasis cover band. They're performing Where is that at, at, the, yeah. at the Blue Lives Matter um, Smith's oh. Old Bar. Hell yeah, I'll be there. <laughs> Damn. And then, uh, the boys. I think I am going to end up having free ride practice on Sunday Yo, in big, Athens. Sorry to interrupt, but big congratulations to Jesse from Free Ride for yeah, getting facts. married. Woo! Love his, you, dude. His wedding was last weekend, had to miss it love due you, to Jesse. COVID, but. Uh, lo- we we all love that guy. I hope super talented from mm, yeah. free ride starts- and from Boston hardcore based band Head Fucks. Nice. But so I'm thinking after we play in Birmingham tomorrow at uh, the at the the Nick. Yeah, at the Nick. By the time this airs, you will have missed that show. Sorry, you don't live in Birmingham. <laughs> yeah, hopefully not. But Just I'm thinking kidding. about going back and catching Just Hefner opening for the Future Birds at mm. the Georgia Theater on Saturday. Oh, man. Yo, that's that's going to be insane. That's going to be sick. That c- the Future Birds crowd is going to fucking love Hefner. Yeah. I, fe- think it's, I think it's going to go out and see oh, yeah. Future Birds. And, and Hefner's uh, quite appealing uh, Definitely. To, to the ladies. Sonically to the- to a- appealing to everybody. And I would say, I mean, they're just, yeah, they're mad handsome, everybody yeah. in that band. Every last one. Big ups to them, man. Yeah, I think this is going to this is gonna really boost their, you know, just their presence and their fan interaction. I think it's going to boost their profile with bros because they've, they've been kind of sweethearts of the, uh, of like the more art, like punk, Art know, bros, county yeah. scene or whatever, um, mm-hmm. if you want to put it that way. But they definitely rock on a level that I think the bros and the lady bros are all going to love, too. And the they bros. Yeah. Well, folks, we had a great time talking music with y'all and uh, hanging out with each other because we like each other uh, as friends and as bandmates. Uh, we'll see you next time. Sorry it took so long, but we're going to have more shit for you coming up. Take care. Bye. Love you. Bye bye. Bye. Yeah. Why you out? Love you, bro. Love you too, Love you too bro. We bring them both together. We got something all night. And after the show, it's the hotel lobby. And after the party, it's the hotel lobby. And around the box, we gotta clear the lobby. And yeah, take them to the room and freak some bus. So get a two, two. Better get that beep, beep.